the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Lift Up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. We are here every weekday at this time to share the good news of Jesus and to lift up His name to this city. No matter if you are listening right now from your car or at home or in your place of work, we believe that today's sermon from Pastor Dudley will be a blessing to everyone. So if you can, get out your Bibles and let's join Pastor Dudley right now with his message. I want you to take your Bibles and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Now, I want to speak to you about demolishing strongholds. Here's the first verse, verse 3. For though we live in this world, we do not wage war as the world does. Point number one, write this down. We are in a war with this world featuring every imaginable skirmish. Some battles are more serious than others. It's not always just a battle between opinions or a battle between preferences or taste. Sometimes it's a battle for the heart. It's a battle for our soul. It's a battle for the mind of men and women. It's a battle for our family, a battle for our children, a battle for our marriage. We are in a battle right now for our nation. We're in a battle for our church. There's a battle between good and evil. There's a battle going on between God and Satan. Every Christian should know Ephesians 6 verse 11. It says, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's what? Schemes. He, that, devil, that devil's got a thousand ways to mess you over. And the Bible says in verse 12 that our struggle, our battle, it's not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The Bible tells us there's a hierarchy of invisible and diabolical organized enemies that fight against us. But Paul tells us in that third verse... Yes, we're at war with this world that we live in, but we do not wage war as the world does. We're engaged in every imaginable skirmish. Yes, but write this down. He wants you to know that as Christians, we're supposed to fight different than the way the world fights. Paul is saying we walk in the flesh, but we do not war in the flesh. Our enemy is not flesh and blood and therefore our weapons cannot be weapons of flesh and blood the battles we face may be within man but it's not between men we need to understand we've been trying to defeat a spiritual enemy with carnal weapons weapons that the world uses 
There's all kinds of things that the world thinks, well, if we just had this, we could solve all of our problems. These things do not solve all our problems. I could give you a hundred. Let me give you three. Some people are convinced if people just were better educated, we wouldn't have all of our problems. I'm not against education. Hear me out. I'm for all the education we can, but education cannot change a man's heart. Number two, legislation is not the answer. Let me tell you, the government can pass all the laws it wants to pass, but laws do not change a man's heart from within. Number three, environment cannot, is not the answer. Man, if, everyone only had, if we only had better jobs, if, we, if everybody had larger incomes, if everybody had a better neighborhood, we could, all, we could change mankind. Do you know where mankind first got in trouble? In the Garden of Eden. Why, it was a perfect environment. It was called paradise. You're not going to find a better environment than the Garden of Eden. And yet that's where we got in trouble. Listen, I'm all for better housing. I'm all for better jobs. No, I'm not running for governor of California. But I'm all for cleaner streets and safer streets and trying to reduce emissions. I'm all for that. But none of those things deal with the matter of the heart. And the heart of the matter is the matter of the heart. The only thing that can change a heart is the spirit of a living God. It's the only thing that can change a heart. Nothing else. And the only way you're going to change man's heart is by being involved in spiritual things. The second verse I want to look at today is verse 4. Verse 4 reads, The weapons that we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, our weapons have divine power to demolish what? Strongholds. I want you to write this down. Point number two. We demolish strongholds by implementing and using divine weapons. You say, well, what is a stronghold? A stronghold is a fortress. That's what that word means. It's a fortress within your mind. It's an area of your life, an area of your heart, primarily in your mind, that's under the control of the devil. It's a pattern of your life that is deeply entrenched. You habitually depend on, you perform, most often don't even recognize how they are hurting your spiritual life. You're not even aware of it sometimes. I want to ask you how long, how long have you been struggling with some sinful habit? Most of us could name some sin that we've struggled with every day of our life. The truth is we all fight these battles and a stronghold is that place, that person, that predicament in your life that you have not yet overcome. It has its grip on you. It hinders you. It impedes you from reaching your full potential in Jesus Christ. It's that one area of your life that you battle every single day. And all of us have these strongholds. For you... It could be racism or prejudices. Oh, you've tried, but you can't stop judging people based on the color of their skin. Or maybe you judge people on past injustices that you've experienced. 
It could be some form of sexual immorality or even a form of sexual perversion. We know that many people struggle with a thing called pornography. For some, it's greed. You love material possessions. In fact, you all day, every day, you can't think about anything except how to acquire more material possessions. And it chokes your ability to allow God for Him to rule and to reign in your life. For some, it may be a drug or perhaps alcohol, something that you've become addicted to. Maybe it was a generational curse that was passed down to you uh, from your father or from your grandfather. For some of you, there's a generational curse that's being formed inside of you right now that's going to be passed down to your children and your children's children. For some, it's your tongue and the inability to speak kindly, the inability to tell the truth. The inability to speak without cursing or swearing. Maybe your stronghold is laziness or bitterness or depression or unforgiveness or pride or selfishness. One of a thousand other things. But somewhere along life's road, you gave the devil an inch and the devil came into your life and he set up camp and now he controls your every thought. That's a stronghold. It's a fortress. And the walls are high. And the walls are thick. And you've tried everything you can know. You try to bring those walls down and nothing seems to work. But if somehow you could understand the value and actually use and implement divine weapons, spiritual weapons, those strongholds in your life can be demolished. It's not firepower that you need, it's divine power that you need. The word demolished, write this down in your notes, it means to be destroyed or to be dethroned. You don't have to live a life of being controlled by the strongholds in your life. Jesus came to set the captives free. And what that means is that he came to set you free from the strongholds that have held you prisoner. Jesus came to give you victory over the things of this world. That wall, that fortress, that stronghold will come down and will tumble down like a house of cards. If you'll implement divine weapons. You say, is that really possible? Oh yeah, it's possible. The point remains the same. We can demolish, we can tear down, destroy any stronghold. If we use divine weaponry, God is the one who helps us. God is the one that helps us overcome. The Bible says that God will never, ever tempt you beyond what you're able. Which means that God will give you victory over any sin, over any temptation, if you'll only trust in Him. I believe this. Now, the weaponry of choice. Write this down. And this is not rocket science. It's praying to God. And it's the power of God's Word. Satan knows, he knows this, that if he can distract you, if he can tempt you, if he can derail you, if he can deceive you, that you will fall away from God and turn back to the world from which you came. You have to understand that this is not, this is not a game of tug-of-war. This is a war. 
a battle. It's World War III that's being fought for your soul, for your family, for your marriage. World War III being fought for your child, your heart, your body, your mind. And God in heaven has given you two supernatural weapons to defeat the enemy every single time. One is just praying. Prayer, prayer. You, when you pray, you, you just you walk into the presence of God. You're not going to go start committing sins when you're in the presence of God. You're just not going to do it. You understand that? And when you, when you read His Word, His Word is giving you direction on how to live in the will of God. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. The truth is there's a battle that's being waged right now for your mind and Satan knows if he can control your mind that he can control you. And some of us are blind to that. This last Thursday, this kid, he's 16 years old. He's a junior in high school. Good kid. Never been in trouble. This kid, his dad died two years ago. His dad had been arrested for domestic violence. Not charged, but arrested. So he'd seen that in his house. They say they, they had five or six guns in the house. But what causes a kid to take a gun and go to school, never been in trouble, and within 16 seconds shoot a bunch of people, then turn the gun and shoot himself in the head. What happens is, and I'm not saying this about this kid, but I'm saying people in general, Satan is out to influence our minds. So the first thing that he did, he got the Bible out of school, so we no longer have the Bible in school. We no longer can pray in school. You can't even pray at a high school football game. The coach, coach would get fired. It's ridiculous. I remember. I grew up in the United States of America. I remember seeing the Ten Commandments on the walls of my school. I saw them. Walking down the hallway. Ooh, what's that? That's the Ten Commandments. Well, I remember reading them in school. Thou shalt not kill. Hmm. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt honor your father and your mother. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord's name in vain. I saw that. That was going in my head. Whatever goes in your head affects how you live. Well, we take the Bible out of school. Take the Bible out. No God, no prayer. So now we have a godless society. Meanwhile, we allow all these kids to play these violent video games. And there's some of you who say, well, there's no correlation between violent video games and kids acting out. Are you nuts? Are you crazy? 
there's no correlation? These kids play this, this, this game called Call of, Call of Duty, where all, all it is, it's the guy with a gun, and all you do, you stay there all night long, they play all night long, they just shoot people. The game they play is called Fortnite. Fortnite is a game, I've never played it. I've read about it. They drop you in on a parachute, and you land, and there's 100 people. There's 99 other people besides you. And the object of the game is to shoot and to kill all the other 99 people. And there's no blood or there's no gory stuff like that, so you just shoot and you just kill people all day long. But there's no consequences for that. These kids, a a game lasts 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, 99 people are killed. And then they sign up and, and they drop you in on the next game. And these kids play this game night after night after night. There are 125 million kids playing this game around the world from age 8 to 18. And we wonder how a kid can take a gun and go to school and shoot a bunch of people? And I'm not here to talk about violent video games. What I'm here to tell you is that there's a battle that's being fought for our minds. And if Satan can control your mind, he can control you. That's what I want you to get. Media, Hollywood, entertainment industry, they're all trying to control our mind. It is a tool of Satan to some degree. And the battle is going to be won by spending time with God in prayer and the power of reading God's Word. For you and I, as we go into these battles, we have to understand that the tactic is Satan does not want you to know the truth of God's Word. And there was no one on this earth that went through more battles on this earth than Jesus. Because the Bible says that Jesus was tempted in every way. You're tempted in some ways. There are many things that you've never been tempted to do. But Jesus was tempted in every way. And as you read his life story in the four Gospels, you'll see two things. Jesus often went off by himself and spent time in prayer And the second thing, whenever he was confronted by the devil, he always quoted Scripture back to the devil. And you and I need to make a commitment to to doing those two things. Those are our spiritual weapons. Third verse. Are you ready for the third verse? We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of of God. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Jesus Christ. We demolish arguments, every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Jesus Christ. The secret to demolishing strongholds is to understand, write this down, that victory comes when we take simple steps of, of obedience. I want to ask you today, how many of you truly want to walk in victory in this life? How many of you truly want to demolish the strongholds in your mind? How many of you would like to do that? You have to take captive every thought, every pretense, every inclination, and make it obedient to Jesus Christ. 
Oh, this is, this is so important. To break down these powerful walls, these fortresses that have bound us and held us captive most of our lives. The secret is that every little, tiny thing that pops into that head of yours, you ask yourself, is this pleasing to God or not? And what that means is every purchase, when you go to the grocery store and you come reeling out with your cart full of your goods, you look down in that grocery cart and there's the bananas, there's the milk, the bread. Whoop! If there's something in that grocery cart that does not honor God, you take that and you set that back and say, excuse me, I'm not going to buy this today. Every word that comes out of your mouth, listen, every syllable, if those words do not honor God, don't utter them. Every step that you take, every song that you listen to on the radio, every friend that you run with, every website that you click, every Instagram that you, that you view, every deed that you do, every blink of your eye, every movie that you watch, every second that clicks, you make sure it honors God. Oh, it's one thing. Listen, it's one thing if a bird lands on your head. It's another thing if you let that bird build a nest in your head. Get off of there. Get off. Get off of there. Get off of there. Some of you walking around, you got just a big old bird hanging right on your head. Like you act like that's normal or something. That's the world trying to come into your life and change who, you, who God made you to be. Every thought, every pretense, every inclination, make it obedient to Jesus Christ. Oh, if you'll do that, you'll watch those strongholds tumble down like a house of cards. And you'll walk every day in victory, knowing that you're honoring God in everything you do. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. 
That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. If you're like me, you've discovered there are some books in the Bible that are not always easy to navigate through. Like, for instance, the book of Proverbs. Proverbs contains 31 chapters and can be very daunting to go through if you are looking for a specific topic. That's why Pastor Dudley has created the perfect resource to help you with the book of Proverbs. It's called Proverbs in a Haystack, and it is our special offer for everyone listening today. Proverbs in a Haystack removes the challenge of searching through the book of Proverbs. It has over 2,000 topics that easily cross-reference to the exact chapter and verse you are looking for. This invaluable resource can be yours right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus radio ministry. You can receive your copy of Proverbs in a Haystack by calling us at 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also order this book directly from our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. We know you will be blessed by this unique resource created exclusively by Pastor Dudley. So be sure to call right now and ask for your copy of Proverbs in a Haystack today. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at this same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley.